<clears throat> God, there's so much going on right now. Did anybody listen to the August Alcina Entanglement song? The snippet? No, I haven't no. heard it. No. It's a snippet. No. It was a snippet attached to that uh so this in the nigga, DMs. So this nigga got faith that people are gonna come back for the rest of the song? He's supposed to sneak that <laughs> shit in on us. Yeah, he's supposed to drop the interview video with the song playing in the background. Real shit. Yeah, with him superimposed in front of the table. With right. five with five dollar cash app guarantee. Like, <laughs> nigga, we're not coming back. Like, I no. stab, nigga. And like the real, real live nigga, I'm never gonna support a nigga who wears a suit jacket like that. <laughs> Fuck the hair. I'm never um, gonna support a nigga with conver- convertible hair. Like, <laughs> he got the drop. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust the nigga that that hair can do that many things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's real shit. You want uh, you asking me to have you sing in my ear? Fuck out of here. Real shit, that be fucked up. You want me to? Hear, you want me to hear you talk about what your dick did to a bitch that I've been wanting to fuck since Low Down Dirty Shame? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is jealousy talking? Ah, uh, it's it's part part of that. Partly, yeah. <laughs> the fact that yeah, yeah, you let a whack nick. Ah, uh, yeah. Then I, oh, look, hold up, see, baby. I gotta think about. It. I'm kind of whack by them. So yeah, I mean, I ain't, I'm not saying. That's what I'm saying. If you gonna pick whack niggas, at least pick a nigga whose suit jacket the same is in unison throughout the whole. <laughs> or pick know. a nigga who, knows, who doesn't have a suit jacket. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. I wouldn't have told any motherfucking body, Jada. That's, that's real shit. Man, wouldn't nobody known about that shit? Except for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And by proxy, uh, twelve listeners. Yeah, oh, <laughs> definitely wouldn't have told Angie Martinez. Shit, because <laughs> me, Angela Yee. It was Angela oh. Yee, nigga. Oh, so he, she, he wouldn't have told <laughs> you <know> Angela Yee. <laughs> you had reels and feels, nigga. Damn. <laughs> Wait, I'm tripping. I don't know why I was thinking Angela Martinez. Like, that, oh, like damn. Yeah. That's because that's, that's how old this nigga is. That's the hot ninety-seven personality, right? Angie Martinez? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so. You on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I wouldn't have told her. I wouldn't have told Angela Yee. Yeah, by proxy, if you, if you wouldn't have told Angela. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe you, CO. <laughs> Let's Man. start up a campaign. Jay Pinkett. Smith. Jay Pink. I don't know. She still got whatever name she got, you know? I think it's still Pinkett Smith. Yeah, request request is. me back. Shit, that's all I'm saying. Request me back on Instagram. You hanging? You hanging Dang. under the request? <laughs> Just saying, you know. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's rare you see public figures have to <laughs> have to request the friend. No, when I say request me back, meaning follow me back. Oh, follow you? Okay, yeah. No, nah, that's probably not gonna happen. But I feel you though. I know that's the fuck that part. Like these celebrities <laughs> be fucking with other celebrities. Celebrities talk. See, celebrities got platforms. You don't fuck another celebrity. You go to Met- you go to Bladensburg and pick a nigga, pick a ballhead, skinny <laughs> ballhead nigga. God damn. Yeah, if she just followed back a few key regular folk, yeah. non-celebrity folks, you can have all your entanglements. Yeah, all of them. Real shit. Yeah, she, she fucking with with 
rich broke niggas. Like, you need a real broke nigga to really get that entanglement <laughs> entangled. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than a rich broke nigga. God damn, she made you just. <laughs> damn, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to tell you, man. He just blew my mind with that. Yeah. <laughs> Them niggas, they're the most annoying. What's the example of they a rich are. broke nigga? They are. You said what? What's the example of a rich broke nigga? Like Jermaine Dupree? No, August. Nah. Yeah, August. August. Yeah. Jermaine got money. What are you kidding? Yeah. Are you kidding me, CL? You, you think Jermaine made all them artists that didn't <laughs> didn't fuck up them contracts for them? That's the real shit. <laughs> yeah. The worse his artists are doing, the better he's doing. Right. <laughs> Jermaine don't have a care in the world, dude. That's Actually, why he got all these key. side babies. <laughs> Damn, man, he got okay. the and Janet Jack. Like, do you do I don't think people let me tell y'all something. I ain't even gonna take up too much time on this. But I don't think people understand how much of an accomplishment it is to put Dick in Janet Jackson. Like that that is that's like fucking Obama can't even can't even fuck with that accomplishment wise, man. This nigga put Dick in Janet Jackson. That's yeah, that, one way to put it. Yeah. Oh gosh. That is a fee. <laughs> what the fuck you with the president twice? What the fuck? This Janelle box gonna start melting. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Janelle, would you like to tackle the, the problem here? I'm just letting it ride. I just said that's one. No, like, but a but a major key when because I've I've heard other people who are not as eloquent as CEO speak <laughs> on how can you cheat on Beyonce, Halle Berry, Janet, a plethora of women. And the key of that is that people see having sex with them or, or getting with them as an accomplishment and don't see them as people. So that's exactly how it happens. So if you see it as a conquest, then nothing else matters. So that's how it happens. So you're telling me Janet Jackson is, is a person? Oh yeah, hold on. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at the raw... <laughs> I thought. Let me, look at the, let me look at the meeting ID. <laughs> I think I, I put in the wrong password. No, since the early two thousands, I just thought she was a titty. Basically, my yeah. God, I didn't know That's she was insane. a person. I didn't know there was more to her than than what she provides. Sexual <laughs> attractiveness. I think part of the issue there also is that we don't know enough about Janet that she's one of those celebrities that is kind of close, you know, keeps everything close. So you don't know enough about her to attribute her as a, as a real human being. That's real. That's real. So as a man, we got to go with the default. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Stop. Do not, do not put a comma there and start your bullshit. <laughs> Please do not conjugate my statements. Give you about three seconds. Those statements are not related. That's a whole new paragraph you're about to start. Hey, three. You got a double space first. And indent. And indent. Do not piggyback off of that, please. It would have been funny if he said it in your voice. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm just saying. No, it, it, but it took me a while to do the same thing because I did, growing up, you don't know that much about, and especially before social media, you really didn't know that much about people. 
And it would be like, oh man, that would be a great accomplishment. Like you said, yeah. to be in the same circle as them, to be friends with them, to, to be in her, to be in her oval. Okay. Well, however you want to put it, that's wild. I, I'm I'm not sure if that's an, like an, an, are you trying to? To be in her oblong. That, okay. Anatomy wise, I'm not sure if we think of the same. What the fuck? <laughs> be in her, never mind. You know what? Let's oh, move You're on. fucking bitches with oblongs. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't her first. Like, what do you expect? I don't know what it was before I got there. Okay. <laughs> I haven't even been drinking. That's the fucked up part. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, he said I don't get it. Yeah. I it, I know what it might be. I had a frappe a few minutes ago, and this morning I had a the thing Wawa got. They have like a version of like a, a, a frappe that mm-hmm. is strawberry cheesecake flavor. So that's all I had in McDonald's fries. So... I feel like that's equivalent to a couple shots of whiskey. I would say your sugar's low, but you had enough sugar <laughs> just with the first frappe. There's some intoxication going on right now. There's definitely something going on with you if all you've had is two frappes and a, and a side of fries, nigga. Like <laughs> Telling you now, Roger Osmo's not happy with your ear. <laughs> oh, man, don't, don't, don't say it out loud then. No, I'm just saying, man. Say right salad. Here. He had a, a, a fresh bed of lettuce with croutons and... I will give you kudos that none of those things came out of the 7-Eleven. Or did it? Hold on, where my nigga get a side of fries from? He said McDonald's. McDonald's. I'm just okay. worried about the second frappe. McDonald's. Mm. Okay. okay. McDonald's supplied my daily intake for today. <laughs> Wawa and McDonald's. We need to think my, on that, but okay. He, he met the calories. That's he definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> He's at 2,000. Bullshit. Ain't, ain't nothing substantial. <laughs> I mean, if I was on a diet, I can't eat another motherfucking thing. Not a damn thing. Damn. He's over for sugar. That's for sure. <laughs> because that motherfucking cheesecake frappe. I, I was like, dog, I don't even know how y'all put all this into 16 ounces. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God dang. The most, the most liberating thing that this quarantine has done for me is to get me off of my Starbucks every yeah. morning. Yeah. Like, it's, it's different. Real I do true. not have to go get the sous vide egg out of the pouch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and a, and a <laughs> extra bitter coffee every morning like that man to eat real, real food starbucks coffee definitely let you know you're still alive yo <laughs> oh my hours <laughs> not a lot when, when you piss no, it, it tells you you're still alive it still reminds you of starbucks <laughs> now here go the question so after everything well you know speaking hope uh, optimist, optimistically, after everything returns to normal, do you feel like you are going to return to your old routine? History would dictate that I will, mm-hmm. if I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. I hope not, though. I really hope not. I think I'm going to give it a, a, as much gusto as I can to not. Yeah. First of all, I'm saving a ton of money, so that was mm-hmm. the first, the first motivation. 
would be the primary motivation actually mm. is I'm saving a ton of money. Mm. So that would be the key motivator. But I can't deny like, if one of those mornings when I'm running behind a little bit and I can't quite get my breakfast here, I might have to slide at Starbucks. But I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you though. Like I think on the discipline side of the game, like what happens is when things become accessible again, we feel like we couldn't get breakfast in. Does that kind of make sense? Like we feel like all of a sudden we can snooze a little more or we can bullshit yeah. a little more because yeah. we don't know that we have an alternative. But if we behave as if we don't have an alternative, like during the quarantine and the shutdown, then you understand it's really not, it's really not that difficult to stay on your shit. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? I agree with you. I think that's, that's exactly what I, a different way of what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. That because um, it's so convenient that there's like four within walking distance of my job, mm. that it is more of a convenience and like, oh, I don't have to cook this morning. Mm. I can grab something real quick. And then you just fall right back into the, the habits. Yeah, real shit. And all the excuses I made for not carrying my lunch to work, like being that the commute is long and all of that stuff. I, that's the part that I'm more concerned about. Not necessarily breakfast, but the lunch thing. Mm-hmm. It's like coming up with a better, a better plan for bringing my lunch to work. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> damn, you got serious for a minute. Hey. I know, I, that's why I'm sitting here. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> Hopefully, somebody can take some with that. I mean, I'm not taking you, you serious because you're drinking that Michelob. This is trash, okay? <laughs> can I just can I just tell you that this is absolute trash? Shout out to Cuz for like downgrading to a, a somewhat of a light beer, but this is trash, man. This is awful. Reese, please free yourself. Don't finish that beer, man. <laughs> I, I know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm still broke, and I <laughs> I can't let it go to waste. I feel like I'm C major. That's real shit. I would come back three hours later and see that bit and be dis- disgusted with myself. <laughs> Man, that's bad. That's really bad. That's the type of that reminds me, I left the beer in the freezer at work and I'm still going to find a way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Damn, that's your save game and shit. <laughs> in a can? Did that joint, you sure it's going to still be there? I don't know. This is in a can or a bottle? It's in a bottle. The glass, oh, that shit might the glass might the glass might expand, but you know. Dang. You, you deal with that once you cross that bridge. I know I can't let it go to waste. Uh, Are you in go. management? <laughs> God, damn, man. You tell me this nigga telling people what to do. He done put a glass bottle in the freezer for a week. <laughs> well, like, look, it, <laughs> it wasn't supposed to stay. It was <laughs> That's <rude. laughs> So in local, let me just uh, bring everybody. I'm I'm shifting gears here so we can get get started a little bit. Mm-hmm. Record numbers this weekend for coronavirus cases. Exactly mm-hmm. two weeks after Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I think any of us uh, are surprised by. Mm-hmm. Nah, I was Nothing out there. You was out there. I, my, hmm. So somebody at my at my girl job had a birthday. They went down to the harbor outside eating. Um, 
I think for the first time in a long time, I had sensory overload by people watching. Like I was sitting directly across from people and I couldn't hear because my attention was all over the place just watching people interact. Like it looked so almost so normal. And I was like, how y'all feel so comfortable? Then it was like, it was one table. I was like, I, I don't even think they got masks in their car. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was just like, ah, this is this is strange. This is still strange. What did y'all do to stand? Like, how did y'all table look different than everybody else's table? Um, I mean, that's the thing. Once you eating, it don't really look that much different than everybody else's table. I mean, in between, we had masks on and shit, but it also was like 90 fucking degrees outside, so it was hot as shit. So hey, it, was, it was one of those, like this. that this. shit boiling, nigga. That, <laughs> that nigga <laughs> <laughs> COVID over that motherfucker taking his shirt off, about to go skinny dipping through our ass. Shit. <laughs> yeah, looking at the temperature, like let that bitch go up to 95 and I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been getting a lot of emails from the restaurant. First of all, two things. Another thing I learned during this quarantine <laughs> is I eat out a lot and the restaurants are begging me. <laughs> they are begging me to come back. Yeah. Breeze. I, Janelle. Yes. What's good, they're my nigga? They're telling, me, they're telling me the wrong shit, though. Like, mm. uh, We've gone to Sequoia a few times for brunch. I was just I about to say that, yeah. Yeah, Major, you and Greece have party with me at Sequoia. Mm. Don't talk to me about brunch. I seen y'all layout. I don't want to come yeah. back for that shit. <laughs> y'all telling me the wrong shit. Yeah. Don't talk to me about that. <laughs> don't tell me, don't talk to me about Georgia no buffet Browns. shit. Yeah, Georgia Brown, yeah. stop, stop emailing me. Talk I don't want that shit. shit. Burger King, leave me a fuck alone. <laughs> I'm gonna bail. I'm gonna block y'all, man. But yeah, I'm getting flooded. Like yeah, Sequoia is fucking the email up right now. Mm-hmm. Sequoia and Benihana, where you just—I mm-hmm. don't want to sit at a table with a bunch right. of niggas. <laughs> Everybody You're breathing on me the kibachi. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of strangers too. Yeah. You tossing shrimp in people's mouth talking about come on back. No. <laughs> I'm good. Keep your volcano onion. I'm good. Right. Sure? <laughs> good. Yeah, they they wildin'. That's that was the other thing I, I learned about myself this weekend. Um and just like my gas, man. I am not spending any money on gas. This is amazing. I think I filled up my tank three times since this whole Dang. thing started. That's amazing. And I, again, I am one of the fortunate ones that gets to work from home. So the, and I think filling it up might filling it up three times, given my circumstances a little bit much because only because I've had to travel to the beautiful county of Prince George's on a few occasions to hang, you know, to check out the parents and stuff like that. But if I didn't have to go down to Fort Washington, my shit would be, I probably, I might still be rocking the same tank of gas. It also, helps, it also helps that you're married because this is, that, this is a time where a lot of, a lot of single work from home people, they, they making moves. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I ain't gotta go. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> right. I got at home loving. You're right. You're absolutely right. Right upstairs. Yeah. 
Then three months of being single in the house, you definitely burning some gas. I'm burning, <laughs> and I'm burning gas coming from PG County to Odenton. That's <laughs> those the type moves I you make. <laughs> my nigga, I thought you was about to get real dirty with the response. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> oh come on now, hey man, hey we fresh into this leaf, baby. Come on, that was man. a couple days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have sworn the lease is at least six months old now. <laughs> that shit still feel new to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, but I've been working with the delivery services for the grocery store and I don't even go to Target like I used to. I used to just stop at Target. Just just <laughs> just cause. Just to see I don't what, go to Target anymore. Yeah. Just to see what wants to be adopted by you. <laughs> <laughs> what new product number? We got so many products in here. The girls that left all their products. So I'm just trying everything in this motherfucker. <laughs> I can't front. I look at my Target app every day and just ash it to the basket till I hit $35 and then press deliver. Because that's free, right? right? Yeah, I just and I just keep browsing. I, I do the same thing I did when I went in there. I be like, hmm. Housewares. <laughs> That's not going me. in that bitch. Going in there saving me 150 to 200 off the break because yeah, once yeah. you get in there. That's it. Yeah. Man, I bought right. an avocado slicer. I ain't bought an avocado <laughs> in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to have a slicer just in case. You do. You wind up with shit like a citrus juicer <laughs> and a fucking lemon <laughs> zester and shit. Oh, God. Oh God! <laughs> I, I can call that kitchen right there and show you what them little them things you juice like this with. Yeah, I got a funnel. I'm like, what the fuck? I got three versions of a citrus juicer. Fucking with Target. <laughs> <laughs> got three a fucking versions. press. Yeah, you got the yeah the joy you. They got about. me. They got me with bamboo utensils. Oh, oh shit! Damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> that is some Tarjay shit right yeah. there. No. <laughs> Don't walk down that kitchen alley. <laughs> You're going to get fucked up. <laughs> they fucking your debit card up. Because you'd be like, ooh, shit. So this just sliced the apples? You didn't got to. And then you wind up with a fucking apple slicer that don't fit in no drawer. <laughs> on top of the refrigerator. Then you go to Weg- I go to Wegmans and get some Tostitos chips. <laughs> You ain't even buy the shit, right? I ain't bought a lemon in I don't know how long. I got a fucking zester. You got fucking lemon got, juice. Yeah, I got <laughs> lemon juice in the fridge and I got a zester and a citrus press. Well, and no lemons. And no lemons. Just taking up space. Fucking garlic press. I haven't pulled that shit out in I don't know how long. <laughs> you already abandoned the, the other beer. Yeah, that shit. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm or too, leave it out for me. I'm too middle class for that. Yeah. <laughs> pour it out for the homies. Uh, no, nah, just leave it right there. I'll come by. <laughs> <laughs> That's some desperation shit. Like, yeah, I'll leave it out for the lower class uh, members of my family. <laughs> oh, you see me and Chicken talk full of it. All right, pull it up, sharing one beer and shit. What the rest of that? That make a little bit. And shout out to him for having to be outside in this bullshit. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And then there's a lot of construction going on. The construction does not stop. 
And they out here. They out here cooking. And Jesus hot boots. tar. <laughs> you see, amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that nigga was just—he was just randomly getting up and walking around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about at work? No, on the joint. He just randomly stand up and walk in a circle. Remember? Yeah, oh yeah, that's what uh, he do at work. That's what he do at work. <laughs> you gotta like it's at a point. It's it's so hot right now that moving around might be cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. I understand why he's doing that. There was a point when I, I went to I went to the mailbox this morning and I'm sweating now. Like it was a delayed reaction. It is so hot out there. You gotta start panting when you go. <laughs> I didn't take in taking enough water to walk across the street. That's what this is telling me. I had a motherfucking 30 minute layover at Tinley Town today and I started to be like, fuck it, I'm gonna have to idle this bus and just take the ticket. Cause you couldn't stand nowhere and cool off. You got to wear a mask inside of places, so I couldn't even stand inside of Wawa. You know what I mean? Oh, it's heat everywhere you go. So heat. when you got the layover, you have to sit in your, you have to like sit somewhere for a while. Like, yeah, the only thing is you can't idle the bus, so you oh gotta shut God. the bus down. So I got thirty minutes before I leave. So it, you know, it's either sit on the bus or no. find somewhere outside to sit. And the heat, that heat was like nigga. This Tinley Town by Wilson High School, it's just open, open sun beaming everywhere. There's not a roof in sight. Real shit. I started going to sit in the bushes and shit, but I ain't want people to think I was crazy or something. <laughs> no, you would have found a homeless nigga saying, "Get find your old bush. Get <laughs> the fuck out my bush, nigga. He said, get out of my house. Like a <laughs> All that shit, especially this kind of heat, that nigga would have, he would have got assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga would have been like, you better go idle that bus, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Take that ticket. <laughs> All right, uh, C Major, you wanna, you got something for us? Yes, indeed. Um, what we got right here is the home girl, I am young A, with a track called No Captions, featuring Kilo. In parentheses, it says Low Main. I'm not sure if that's a part of Kilo's name or if that's the producer, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eight up. Yo. I'ma go and count the money up Johnny Blue in a double cup No chasing nigga, watch me double up Couple white bitches that's down to fuck on my life Nigga, keep me strapped up Hot and seek, turn the hot duck Fit quack, nigga, and your head split No caption going on the photo, young Not playing games, always in the range But I slide off in that Tahoe Got a bad bitch, she a motto Slim, thick, mercy, Lago In a fourth door with a 4-4 four, four. Got a blunt list, smoking four more Getting high, no, I'm acrophobic Wearing two chains like I'm Titty Boy Hey, out of my way Nah, you not in my lane All day, it's money a day Bang, you can get slain Shit ain't got no caption, clear on the back and steering the boat Bitch, I'm the captain, dealing the coke, still on the traps, still in the dope Watch out for a trap, it's 1911, make you do a backflip I'm in your trenches, I'm clutching the tool Them bitches know when I nothing, I move I ain't from New York, she suckin' out Shout out to all the local artists for being as creative as fuck during this time I know it's I am young, gay. I know it's difficult, 
but you guys are doing a damn thing. Shout out to CEO. I see you working. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm trying. Posting beats and shit. That shit is so 92. I love that shit. I love what you're doing. Talking about the behind the the the, the sample joint. I, I like everything you do. Yeah. That shit remind me of high school, man. Fuck you it. a boom bap nigga for yeah. real. You a boom yeah. bap. That's yeah, for real, for real. That's, that's actually what the nigga on the reviews did. He's like, nah, that's, that's that boom bap. He nod his head or nothing, but the motherfucker. Yeah. Word. <laughs> it's like when comedians don't laugh, they just say, Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that up was perfect, the punchline of that with a straight ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Fills. I'm your host, T. Greasy, with my co-host. Dunno. Producer extraordinaire. C Major. And that dude in the corner. C.O. Let's get started with the Jai News. DJ Academics claims he's been fired by Complex and banned for life by Twitch. DJ Academics uh, found himself embroiled in numerous controversies over the past couple of weeks, and it appears as though it has landed him in some considerable hot water. It all started with Freddie Gibbs as he tried to claim the rapper wasn't very relevant. This led to about a week's worth of bullying from Gibbs, who wouldn't let Ack come up for air. From there, academics got into it again with Meek Mill and even had some harsh words for Chrissy Teigen. Following the Teigen remarks, it was reported that academics had been suspended by both Twitch and Complex. In Academics' latest Instagram post, he is claiming that he was fired by Complex and permabanned by Twitter by Twitch. Simply put, you won't be seeing him on either of these platforms ever again. Act took the, the announcement as an opportunity to promote his upcoming Little Act song, Uber Eats Freestyle. I feel like this is always what Academics wanted to do, mm. was to be a rapper. Um. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, this nigga maybe. Uh, he's, he's not self-aware though, because we don't want him. Corny. No, yeah. no, he's so corny. I, I think I watched Everyday Struggle for a good season. Um, and academics always had a wild point of view from my perspective. And, and, and for a while I put it on his youth and maybe his generation felt that way. And he does have a, a a group of followers who feel the way he feels. But when I talk to other millennials, they think he's a clown too. So uh, yeah. uh what's my man name from Chicago? Vic Vic Mensa checked him. And Vic yes. Mensa is about the same age as him, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he just has a wild way of like he, he because he's he feels like I, I think he thinks he's protected under the guise of being a journalist with some mm. of the shit he says. And some of the things that he incites, and like, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a street nigga, so you can't really touch me. If you touch me, then you a clown type shit. But clowns get their ass whooped too. That's, why, that's how street niggas do their training. That's how I that's <laughs> practice right there. You know, what I'm saying? just you know, make his face beat up your hand type shit. Man <laughs> <laughs> said on the song, you know, that's real shit. I haven't heard that, but that's that's tough. Yeah, you, uh, there used to be a such thing as clown immunity, but not anymore. When you're in elementary school, if you're if you're a sucker nigga, like you can get you can get by on that. Don't ask me how I know, but you can <laughs> avoid a lot of ass whoopings if you a sucker nigga. But when you get grown, 
Oh, nah. Yeah, I was about to say, it got, it's different, like, because the thing is, you could be a sucker nigga and not provoke, you know, the quote-unquote real niggas, but act as a sucker nigga who provoke the real niggas and then be like, hey, I'm a sucker nigga, don't hit me. Like, I like, know, nigga, you got to get hit. The voice. Yeah. Would you hit a guy yeah, with like glasses? They, they remind you, yeah, like you don't you don't get any points for beating me up because I'm a sucker, and like, nah, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, because after a while, I mean, if you if you continue to let the sucker nigga slide, then at some point you lose a little bit of street cred. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You gotta at least smack him. That's real shit. Didn't Joe Budden buck him down one time, or was I tripping? No, that was the white dude, I think, that he bugged down. I think Joe Budden was known for screaming on him, wasn't he? He just, I don't know if he screamed on him as much as tried to correct him, but he always had his back, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, even when he was wrong, even to the detriment of Joe Budden's character, if you could say that with a straight face. So, <laughs> yeah, I think he always was on the, team, on the team of the show. But he would check him if it got out of hand. Like you yeah. can't say that to a nigga. You can't say that to that dude. Yeah. You know. He so always checked him on the rap shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He checked him on that number shit. So the rest is uh, they're dropping a name that is official. We don't know what the new name is. And apparently, this up. is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, and then like four days after I dropped this in the group text. We learned that the Washington football team had other serious matters that they needed to address, which was a history of sexual misconduct and sexual harassment within the organization. A lot of fans were trying to get this to be a Donald Sterling type situation where, well, you have to, the NFL has to make Snyder sell the team, but that's that's not necessarily the case. You know, Donald <laughs> Sterling was a part of his situation. He was, there was enough evidence to put him in the room. He said things. He, there's a lot of eyewitnesses of him actually doing things. There's nothing in the article that I read that put Snyder, uh, has Snyder making any of that, like being a part of the allegations. Mm -hmm. There are questions about around surrounding how much he knew. Right. <clears throat> this is what there's no hard evidence. We say like sex trafficking or something like that. No, this is all about sexual harassment within harassment. the organization by women who worked for the organization, and then also women who were journalists um, and tried to do their jobs. So none of that sex, the sexual, the sex trafficking stuff that. That was like a separate conspiracy piece that was flying in on Twitter. But I never saw that piece into the, the post article at all. They didn't make it to WJLA. That shit had <laughs> E-I-Z or some shit at the end of it. God damn. <laughs> so you telling me, you telling me that you're not allowed to talk sexual to a female insubordinate? Subordinate? Wait. What's, what do it mean when somebody works under you? Subordinate. Subordinate. You can't talk sexual to a female subordinate? 
No, but you knew this. Damn, this oh. nigga just stepped out of t- 1922. This nigga is... We've done this plenty of shows. This nigga got a zoot suit on. I know. I'm surprised he's... I was about to say... <laughs> and having, oh, mad and men a, ass nigga. And having a whiskey at, at breakfast and shit. Yeah. Talk about... Nicole, take this down. <laughs> and then while you're at it, take this down. <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> Man, if you if you bad, I gotta say something to you. I gotta, you don't have to say anything. I gotta no. let you know that you did a good job that morning. No, you don't. <laughs> no, not at all. None, none of no. that. So, no, you don't. Wait, that don't so, make y'all day. That's what I thought. Y'all, y'all don't like compliment. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Come on. Oh my god! Mister, I almost threw up. In my, I just threw up. Uh, I, actually, I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> So that would make your day just maybe a little nauseous. So you telling me y'all don't like compliments? Is that what you're telling me? You're telling me that you don't know the difference between a compliment and harassment. Is that what you're telling me? I know the difference, but the thing is, if I say, if I say, you're looking really nice today, is that a compliment or is that harassment? Or does it depend on who it's coming from? It no. depends on the victim. It depends on where you are and what's going on. So if you're at work, you don't need to say that. You never have to compliment anybody on their appearance, ever. No. Hold on, all right, ever. you say never. Ever, never. not at work, ever. Lie. And I'm gonna put it out here, I'm gonna put it out here in 2020. Here we go. Oh, shit. I, blank, O, blank, junior, have harassed bitches on the job. Under those okay. definitions. Under a lot of dudes have. Yeah. We're not saying that, 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 that I, like when I said it depends on the victim, that's really what it is. Like you can say that to somebody and they not take offense to it and move on with their day. But if they do take offense to it, then you're in trouble. Yeah. So the best bet is to not do it. I say it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like I dated a dude that I worked with and he worked in an environment that's mostly women. So his understanding of that was supreme. And he actually did not approach me until we were at like a happy hour event that had nothing to do with with work. Like he saw me every day, never said anything. And then when we went out, then he said something because he's very aware working with a a lot of women that that can go south. Uh, no yeah, I, I used to work for an organization that their whole premise was HR. And trust me, the, your best bet is just to not say anything. Because and what happens later is if you do strike up a conversation, let's say a relationship comes out of this, she still can tell the the bosses that be, the supervisors that be, that you harassed her retroactively. Yes. God damn, it's a lot. Of it's messy. Co and major. I saw both of y'all faces when I said it could go south, and y'all need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It, I feel like that's where they want it to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Quit it. Let's okay. move on. All right. Russell Westbrook says he tested positive for coronavirus. The bubble is corrupted. And he's already in the bubble? (laughs) The bubble is corrupted. (laughs) So he was 
On the, he was uh, in the complex. Let me nah, know. he didn't get there. He okay. he tested before he got there, but there have been people snitching on niggas violating the bubble. So oh, the, that's real well, shit. I mean, if you follow certain women on Instagram, they're <laughs> magically delicious. They're in Orlando too, and they and they're in the bubble. Right. That's the thing. Like that's literally the only thing. I was like, motherfucker, you you trying to tell these NBA players not to fuck bitches? Hey. <sighs> Bad, but you tr- not to fly these bitches out. I'm seeing pictures of bitches at Epcot. Like I'm seeing pictures. <laughs> I'm seeing the inside of the bubble from regular bitches. <laughs> Why do I know about that in the bubble? Why I'm do I seeing, know what you eating? Right. I'm seeing them little NBA fucked up meals on regular <laughs> women's IG. Yeah. The bubble is compromised. The bubble, the bubble was compromised before they even got there. Yeah. Oh, but no. now, but Russell's situation, he did test positive before they went to Orlando. Okay. I think this whole the sports thing. While I am longing for something to watch on TV, because Fox is going to ultimate tag me to death. With whatever that fucking show is, they've been playing every day for the past three months. See, Major, I feel like you watch it. I've seen a couple episodes. With JJ Watts and his and all yeah. his brothers, and yeah, they're just yeah. playing tag. Like I'm, just, I'm done with that I, shit. Yeah. God, there's, there's such a JJ, TJ, and regular right. name Watts. Ta- yes, all the Watts <laughs> yeah. are playing tag on Fox <laughs> five days a week, and then all of a sudden we got all these shows from Chef Ramsay. Like Bama's is running out of content so i get the the need <laughs> for sports and the need they got a show get called the floor is lava yo <laughs> yo that's real shit yeah it's real sketchy out in these content streets but maybe russian sports is not the it's not the yo to be real the w the wnba bubble is kind of fucked up too I've been saying they don't like, get enough <laughs> money to be risking their lives. Man, on lesbian Instagram, the shit is going wild. I'm, I'm about you. to say, you think, you think they not flying bitches out on Sun Country? You <laughs> 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 can't put the bitches on a Delta flight. You no, no, they on Spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They on Spirit. But I've seen a lot of people take a lot of people in Florida. It's a lot of motherfuckers in Florida that's not that don't live there, man. But, Go ahead. These are bad bitches we talking about. We only live once. Shit. It's gonna be short. The career could be over in the <laughs> of an eye. So these bad bitches are not guaranteed to be accessible forever. So if you can get them now before you tell your ACL, what the fuck? Yeah. Virus. Why should a virus get in the way of that? That's real shit. These bitches have got one mission statement. Yeah. Dog, I I'll show you a I'll show you a bitch right now, my nigga. Please don't. This bitch, Actually, this we're moving on. This bitch can have three strands of COVID, and I might. I'm. I still consider her. I would still. Consider- <laughs> actually, we, we. Actually, I just moved on to the next. Okay. okay. <laughs> Cop who vowed to shoot protesters through door of his home is charged with manslaughter after accidentally. And I'm sorry, my. You guys are actually in the middle of my. Was is charged with manslaughter after accidentally shooting dead fellow officer who came to his front door to pick up a patrol car. Lord Jesus! So he's just gun happy off the break. Mm-hmm. He's he's ready to shoot anything and anybody, mm-hmm. including his colleagues. 
Yeah. Oh man, white thirty three too, because I could have sworn that nigga like a granddaddy. Oh boy, <laughs> excuse me. Um, this is in Little Rock, a suburb of. Oh, in the Little Rock suburb. Excuse me. Sorry, this beer is is pretty, pretty gassy. Surrendered on Wednesday in the June third fatal shooting of Officer Scott Hutton. The state police said Hutton, 36, went to Sawyer's home. I guess that's, oh, sorry, Calvin Sawyer, who's 33. Uh, It's the officer involved in the shooting, the one that actually shot the person. So Hutton is the victim, and he went to Sawyer's home to pick up a patrol car and was shot through the door after knocking on it. God damn, so he ain't bust through. (laughs) He ain't ain't doing no-knock warrant search. We know you you could die from that. Mm-hmm. He knocked on the door and this nigga stuck to the code. Like you <laughs> did everything by you, like everybody was taught to do. This nigga. But you you saw a lot of this come up when when the movement started uh, taking the shape of protests. Where you know I think we even had like, like a meme about it in the group or like privately in, in Instagram. But a lot of white folks. We're just like, if, if protesters show up here, we're doing this and this and this. A lot of wishing a motherfucker would. Mm. And these, these hero fantasies of what they would do to these protesters just by watching the news and not even understanding that nobody who's protesting is going to people's homes. Like, when we saw that white couple standing outside with their guns looking wild, and people were just walking past them. Like I, I think a lot of I think a lot of white folks got nervous and thought that yeah we need to gun up and start defending our houses. Like like the, this movement was similar to what the KKK does, which is terrorize people and, and come into their house. I think a lot of people had that idea, um, which is I think the crux of a lot of white folks' fear of black people is that that black people will act in the in the ways that terrorist white folks have acted yeah and i was just about to say that act as as if they are them as if they are white folks greece did you did you scroll down a little bit on purpose so the dog could be looking at us (laughs) (laughs) i scrolled down to get the whole story so when hutton arrived at the home he texted him are you awake when he didn't get a response, Hutton walked to the front door and knocked. So there was no, nothing that would wa- warrant the kind of response that he got, which was to be killed. Uh. It's just crazy. That's, but what? Never mind. We'll That's get to crazy. we'll get to the labeling of animals and a scared a scared white person is the most dangerous motherfucker in America. Boy, say say it again for the people in the back. A scared white person <laughs> is the most dangerous motherfucker in America. A hundred percent. In all the land. Shit, I was about to say the world. <laughs> uh, protesters say tear gas caused them to get there, period, multiple times in a month. <laughs> I love that shit. I know you do for other <laughs> reasons, but you wouldn't if you were a woman. So, tear gas, you... Tear gas use has been suggested to lead to miscarriages in the past, though more research is needed. Hold on. Um, is that a box of tear gas behind you, CO? Are you, <laughs> are you serving that? 
I'm saying. In your freshly pressed juice. <laughs> they don't want to take the plan B. We got plan C. Real shit. When that, when that shower get extra steamy. I'm dropping, it, I'm dropping that motherfucker in the, in the dough. Like, a, like I'm... Y'all ain't never had to fumigate your house for bugs. No. Back in the day, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is before you, C Major. Okay. I, li- I lived with your parents before you, if you didn't uh, know. B- before and, wealth. Before wealth. <laughs> Before wealth. And yes, we had to fumigate uh, the fir- my first childhood home. Yes. Mm. That is some wild shit as a kid. You don't know what's going on, but they hurry you up out of the house. <laughs> Go to the dollar movie. And <laughs> Yo, we was at the dollar movie too. We was right there in Highsville. Right there in Riverdale. Uh, Rivertown. No, Riverdale. Oh, we went to Marlow Heights. My bad, my bad. Oh, oh no, you no. Bar- we went to <laughs> oh, the movie at Riverdale. Like, we had to leave the house for a few hours. They're like, why? Because the smoke. What smoke? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, on May 30th, just five days after the Minneapolis uh, police killed George Floyd, Charlie Stewart joined hundreds of protesters outside the Ohio State House in Columbus. Stewart, who uses they, them pronouns and identifies as gender nonconforming, had gone out that day to protest police brutality with members of the Black Queer and Intersectional Collective as a grassroots radical queer organization based in Columbus. People thought that they could bring their children because it was during the day and, um, wait, I'm sorry. People thought they could bring their children because it was during the day. Every radical organization that I know was there, as well as other organizations that are more politically affiliated, a lot of established Democrats were out. Nonetheless, tensions between police and protesters were high. Activists had taken over a street corner and police were trying to maintain the crowd. When a woman stepped into the street, police pepper sprayed protesters, hitting several black elected officials, including Congresswoman Joyce Betty, uh, Stewart recalls how medics rushed to help those who had been maced and the crowd started to move when police deployed tear gas canisters. Uh, you couldn't even understand which direction you were going uh, to get away from everything because police were throwing cans in different directions at the time. The day I was exposed to tear gas, I think four times. Mm. Stewart stayed out of, stayed out at the protest that weekend, but when they woke up Monday morning, they were in too much pain to go to work. I started feeling a lot of cramping, Stewart says. The worst cramps they'd ever had. A few hours later, I started my period. That was strange. What it, what was strange, though, was that Stewart's period had just ended the week before. Hey, Stewart, what's up? need another one for good measure. Just to be sure. Stewart says... All the baby out. Stewart says they were tear, tear gassed at protests multiple times, which they say resulted in them having a period four times in one month. A black woman in Austin said she was shot by the police in the abdomen with rubber bullets that same day. The Colorado Doula Project shared a post on Instagram about other potential dangers to pregnant protesters. Tear gas is an, an what is it? Abortificent? Oh, I'm not following. I'm sorry. I, I lost the part. <laughs> tear gas is a, on purpose, Greece. 
Tear gas is an abortifacient. I don't know. What abortifacient? Abortifacient. Okay, thank you. You said you do it so perfect. I feel like no. Hey, see, amazing. I feel like (laughs) I want to be right. That's why I asked. No, I'm not talking about the word. I'm talking about you know. Normally, you just do the first paragraph. Each paragraph is, is, is sending me closer and closer to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first two part the first two paragraphs I need to tell you shit. This That's is poorly shit. written. But the more it tells you, the more the headline said tear gas caused them to get their period multiple times in a month. The first three paragraphs ain't say shit about a menstrual cycle. <laughs> they say you got to shoot a bitch with rubber bullets in the stomachs. So now I got to add that. No, no, I mean, this, this is just a lot of fluff to get to the point. Get to the fucking point. Nigga, this is not instructions. This is, we talking about. <laughs> God damn it. I'm not saying what you got to do. Indirectly, that article is a lesson plan. That shit is a manuscript. What, what you say, Grease? We talking about Tory Lanez and Mad Mouth? Yes. Meg the Stallion was shot in the foot. Not in the stomach. Tory Lanez allegedly shot her, but witnesses are not cooperating. I'm mad. I'm more mad at the police for making her go through all these theatrics where there's clearly a trail of blood Yo, leading that's from nasty. her and that she's the fucking victim. But they want her to do the fucking cha cha slide. Out the right. They want her to do that thing she did on Saturday Night Live. Well, my foot is bloody. It's not going to work. What Whatever you expecting is not going to work. Six-inch heels. You could do it with one foot. Sorry, no, let me stop. That's terrible. Oh, Tory Lanez, if Tory Lanez did that, he a bama because you don't shoot a bad bitch in her prime. That's the worst right. thing you can do as an entertainer. You're supposed to shoot a bitch who's past her prime. You don't shoot Meg. She one of the few we got right now, man. That's real shit. What's wrong with you, man? You taking her out the game for for six to eight months. Now she can't do her little knee, her little knee jump. Real shit. Matter of fact, what the what the bodyguard? I'm with the bodyguard. We got to get. We still aren't clear exactly what happened. But Megan the Stallion's producer tells singer Tory Lanez to count his days after the rapper is hospitalized, being treated for wounds. So I think what's happening is Tory Lanez fucked with the wrong one. Because isn't Meg, Meg is from Houston. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna connect a couple of dots here. And now who, I feel like, is it, is it Jay Prince? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like Voldemort, if you're familiar with fucking Harry, Harry Potter. You don't wanna say that name. But I think, <laughs> But I feel like she's on the she's not on the good side of Jay Prince. I think if I'm not mistaken, oh, she's not. Yeah, I think initially she was, but she kind of did something with Jay Z and kind of kind of turned her like not turned her uh, the management business, a management decision that went against the, the the code that Jay Prince thought was appropriate. Well, first of all, you said his name too much. For this oh, my bad. I scrubbed this. What's on? Jester. But either way, there's still a lot of people in her circle who um, have have made statements suggesting that they're not going to let this slide. Her this, motherfucker, this motherfucker's outside her circle. Lil Reese. 
from from old block talking about who shot Meg. This niggas, this niggas in Northeast talk about who, niggas, shot, Meg. who shot Meg. <laughs> that don't even know Meg, my but they, they're gonna make aunt. it real hard for Tori when he come when the tour's back on. I don't give a fuck who shot my aunt or my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas won't even turn in motherfuckers around the corner, but they going they going up for Meg. That's real shit. Yeah, fuck Tori Lanez for shit. He shot her, man. That, all you gotta do is smack the sm- do something to the bitch where she could heal back. You don't put her out of commission. Let's move on. I know. North Carolina woman. But I feel like Meg way. was whooping his ass. I'm sorry. I, ain't, I thought I know he's moving on, but if they. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But the most, the most consistent report was that she was trying. She and her homegirl were trying to get out of the truck. Wow. So even if she had whipped his ass, she's trying to leave. Like, don't, Mister Now, what's going on with this cat on the screen? (laughs) (laughs) That's some real shit. That's real. He's trying to get. He's trying to get Precious to text back. Look, just re- just record me five seconds and send it. That's all. That was a Mr. George cat. I'm like, <laughs> the ads on these articles be wild. I don't even have a cat. Like, why did that even pop up? Wait, did I put I put this article up? So it got my algorithm. Oh, okay. Mm. So that, that, there you go. Yeah. This algorithm. <laughs> Just Lane Maxwell reportedly moved from cell to cell to avoid assassins. So <laughs> let me understand this. You know there are assassins. You know they're in the prison. So you're going to move her from cell to cell instead of, I don't know, moving her out of the prison to a different <laughs> location? Stopping where... the assassins. Right. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, they want her dead. Yes. She's out of here. I'm looking at the ad. That's beautiful. That shit is, John. Heartwarming. But okay, um, I'm going to stop sharing my screen because y'all get mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> I love when but not humans. Oh, yeah, nah, they, the, the, the government, like, they don't give a fuck about the, the public perception of this at all. Like, even from Epstein, everybody was saying Epstein gonna get got. He got got, and and like everything's just going like, just like ain't shit. Yeah. Do you feel like okay, okay? I know we all saw, or at least have been. This this conspiracy has flown across your timeline, and you may have chosen to ignore it or whatever. But this is one of the stories that could blow the fuck up, and because there's so much shit in the world right now. There's so much other shit that we're dealing with that's more important, quote unquote. We're not going to get the real deal behind this story at all. Giselle, mm-hmm. this whole Giselle, Galen, uh, Galen, <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. Is it the okay. S is silent? Oh, it's silent. Well, yeah. that didn't matter anyway because I still said it wrong. Hey. Soon she will be. <laughs> Very, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's what I'm saying. Like the 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 rumors that we heard that she was Certainly. willing to confess everything and give all tell all, give all the names, share all the information, and the pictures that have come out where she and Epstein have been linked to several political uh, uh, p- 
political folks, a lot of uh, a couple of former presidents, mm-hmm. a lot of head a lot of uh, executives in Hollywood, royalty, a lot of executives in 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 finance. I mean, they still we still don't know how Jeffrey got his money. Mm-hmm. Like they were just trying to figure that out. So with the with coronavirus and all the other things that are going on, Black Lives Matter, do you think that that might be a little bit of a distraction move that things are getting hyped at certain points where you want to follow this story a little bit? Do you think that that might be the case? Um, I think that with this story in particular, the hope is that you you'll take at face value that she's got you know gotten locked up or whatever and it's the same way with jeffrey we're supposed to accept that something tragic happened while in jail and and move, <clears throat> excuse me and move on so they dropped the covid early so we already got the the starting point we've already got an excuse and i think that whoever is orchestrating this this setup which i believe she's been set up since she's been arrested um, is going to make sure that her death doesn't raise any additional questions. And I think that the people involved are going to make sure that nothing else is said in the same way that they did with Jeffrey. So a camera's going to magically not work. Yep. The guards are going to fall asleep. Yep. And not be disciplined. Yeah. And they're going to get her. Uh, or the the fact that she's being moved from cell to cell, the pattern in which those cells are determined is going to be so easy to figure out, like odd numbered or some <laughs> shit like that, like <laughs> red and blue or some shit. Every other cell. Right. <laughs> this shit is so wacky, man. It's so fucked up. I don't think we're ever going to get the full story behind this whole and then what you what you're also dealing with is the fact that she and jeffrey are such horrible people that people are not going to care about them Mm -hmm. either you know what i mean they were trash and so that kind of supersedes the the trash that they can expose Uh, with people's sympathy that's what the documentaries was doing yeah a hundred percent yeah All right, let's move on to the North Carolina woman in viral racist videos dies after being struck by fire department truck. This is some cartoon shit. (laughs) This is some Looney Tunes, Acme type shit Mm -hmm. where the person is screaming in the street. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming on the sidewalk and then goes to step off the curb. And then the fire truck comes and crushes their lives. And they feet still in the shoes. (laughs) (laughs) This took place in Asheville. A woman whose racist video rants an attack on a black teenager and woman in a hijab made international news uh, has died after being struck by a fire department truck. Rachel Dawn Ruit of Terry's, was that? I feel like that goes without saying. You don't get struck by a fire department truck and live. (laughs) You don't want to live, that's for sure. That's for certain. Rachel Dawn Ruud of Terry's Gap Road. That is a wild name for a road. That's Mm -hmm. nuts. 
in Henderson County suffered life-threatening injuries after being struck by an Asheville Fire Department vehicle July 13th in West Asheville, according to police and a witness. Asheville Police Department spokeswoman Christina Hollings confirmed that Ruit died July 14th. The APD is investigating the incident. What if the driver of the fire department truck was black? Recognized that bitch and was like, hmm. Oh, so oh, okay. So the racist woman is who died. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's people fine. knew who she people knew who she was because the video had gone viral, and then a few days later she got hit by a truck. Hey man, that sounds like natural causes to me. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Let's move Damn, on. Hold on. He said natural causes. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> that's real. That's a natural cause. <laughs> and that's better than usually. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> okay. I support it. I support it, though. I fuck with y'all. I just had to point out the comedy. Well, that's good. <laughs> uh, nearly sex. Well, mm. oh, okay. 9.5% percent in there. I see who walked in the background too, but go ahead. <laughs> True. <laughs> Nearly 60 hand sanitizer brands are potentially toxic. FDA wards. God dang. So if the F- so why are they on shelves? FDA. Can I cut in for a quick second? Sure. 7-Eleven. You're not. You're not. No, okay. <laughs> No. You're getting your cleaning products and sanitizers from 7-Eleven. No, what I'm telling you is people need to know this. I didn't even get this shit. But the thing is, you know how scarce hand sanitizer has become? 7-Eleven yeah. has a flask-sized hand sanitizer sitting right on the front counter, and they have an abundance of it. I feel like that's one of them brands. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. There are... The regulatory agency has expanded to 59. Um, it lists its list. The regulatory agency has expanded to 59 its list of sanitizers to steer clear of, some of which have already been recalled, and some the FDA is recommending be recalled for containing the potential fatal substance, also known as wood alcohol. So niggas is making this shit in the backyard. Straight mm-hmm. up. But getting an LLC, <laughs> yeah, and, and putting it in this, and putting it in your local stores. Please be wary of what you're buying. Um, I want to send a shout out and thank my mother again for being the vigilant mother she's always been for the past. I don't know since I was an adult. My Christmas and birthday gifts have always been Santa. Santa sanitizing products and mm-hmm. I used to hate that shit but now I have so much of it in my house that I have not yet had to go out and do the search that a lot of people are are, are doing now where they're running out of hand sanitizer running out of Lysol wipes and things of that nature moms has always been on top of that you get underwear socks mm-hmm. said it you know hand sanitizer and Lysol Clorox wipes yep yeah Cause I don't have a need to ever. I don't. I don't think. I think I'm good for the entire pandemic. To be honest. God damn. <laughs> Praise God. Hey, Major, I've been a. I've been an adult a little bit longer than you, so I got this shit stashed. Uh, <laughs> Some of it might have expired. I don't know, but I'm still you know, gonna use it. Fuck, you still use this it. moist, ain't it? Real, <laughs> real shit, and it's probably still better 
even if it is expired, it's, <laughs> it's still not on that list. The, yeah, it's not on this list. <laughs> So if you want the list, you can go to cbsnews.com backslash news backslash toxic-hand-sanitizer-fda-warnings and you can get the full list and see if something that you recently bought is on the list. Or you can go to the FDA website as well. I'm sure they I'm going to tell you, if you fuck with anything by 4E Global, yeah. They hold yeah. roster. <laughs> well, this is why. You know what's fucked up though? The company of which I am employed. There was a time when they was just they was just dabbing us up with hand sanitizer containers, like just giving it out. Part of me feels like because you know, this it was hard to get a small bottle of hand sanitizer. Right. They just had an abundance of it. Probably one of these. Oh, yeah. they had 4E Global on speed dial, my nigga. Yeah. And then a lot of a lot of distilleries, a lot of whiskey makers and, and vodka makers locally started making hand sanitizer using their alcohol, using their ingredients. And they may not have had the whole process worked out. <laughs> they ain't cut it with the right shit. Yeah, <laughs> man. They don't have the whole recipe. <laughs> So you got to be weary of a lot of that shit. I mean, good old fashioned soap and water does the trick too. So I'm just saying, that's the well, motherfuckers scared to get ashy. That's that's the thing about us. We need to stop being afraid of getting ashy. Wash your hands with some soap and water for thirty seconds, man, and just let somebody talk about you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> let somebody talk about your white knuckles. Real shit. I am. I'm rolling. Uh, Miss Janelle, this is a great white shark film drowning a 33-foot humpback whale for the nope. first time. This is the first yeah. time we're seeing the film. I was fucked up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but I was fucked up because this 33-foot humpback whale was a juvenile whale. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. 33-foot humpback whale was juvenile? Yeah, this was the young whale that got killed. At 33 feet. Yeah, yeah. So the great white got a kid whale. <laughs> and that shit looks crazy. You got a young buck out there. God damn. Like, how much more whale was he going to become? Had he <laughs> right. not been killed. Well, we'll never know, young nigga. It took like 50 minutes. Man that, that put that hand on you? That put that old man strength on you? It looked like it. It looked like it, it looked like it was strategic too, from what I'm mm-hmm. seeing. My goodness, they named the great white shark. Like, wait, what? The name Helen. They said Helen yeah. killed her prey in roughly 50 minutes, according yeah. to the marine biologists. That shark said, "Bitch, my name Kiki. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> name me after this white bit." Right. Fuck you, man. My goodness, the shark first severed an artery on the whale's tail Dang. before going for the head and drowning the leva- le- Leviathan. Leviathan. Fuck, I knew that. <laughs> I didn't, but okay. Yeah, that's a word that you're never going to say unless you read Leviathan. I've heard that in it's, 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 a, it's in a song somewhere. I'm trying to, oh. I'm tr- I'm trying to come and, up with it. And you all the weird ass shows I watch, I've heard Leviathan before. I'm disappointed in myself. 
All right, up next is uh, Nick Cannon. He's had a rough week. And I, I honestly don't want to take the lead on this one. So I'll just kind of give like snippets, like a, a brief outline. So he had, was it Professor Griff or somebody from PE? Professor on Griff. On his uh, podcast. And Public Enemy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about Jewish folks. And the conversation got a little what if you want to, if that's your stance. What, CO? What? I'm just saying, if you, look, if you bring a public enemy nigga on your show. A nigga who got put out of public enemy. (laughs) For saying the same thing, so. Shit is going to get real loose. I'm just saying. (laughs) But the thing is, nobody had an issue with him having Professor Griff on the show. It was about his own particular rant. Right. That's so here, here's, here's the issue. Professor yeah, is that is the issue. No, 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 no. It's the, no, this is the problem with having, not having your own stance on something, right? Or, or not owning or not standing on your own stance mm-hmm. or something, if I, would, uh, if I can rephrase that. So if if Nick feels the way he felt when he said what he said about Jewish people, then he needs to stand in it and be in it. Real shit. If he never did and he was trying to appease his guests, he's even more whack. I agree with that statement. Because there are a group of people, there are a group that I know of Ethiopians who are Jewish. I work with one. And their thoughts and sentiments are similar. I'm not going to say they're exactly the same. They're similar. Because they are the true residents of the piece of land in question, right, in Africa. So he's not far off from the truth. But when you take it to savage, when you start to break down genes, when you start to talk about the relation of melanin and and, 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 and genetics and, and things of that nature, Basically, you still work for the man, you might want to tone, tone that down a little bit. If you still relying on a check. That's what I, and the thing is, you basically talk about a lot of shit that require, that probably requires a college degree. <laughs> probably. <laughs> you start no. talking about the genealogies and this, that, and the third, and but I, I think that Nick Cannon, uh, and especially reading his apology, he, he's a gentleman, in my opinion, who got a little bit of information in a quest. I don't know if it was religious or just for general knowledge sake. He got a little bit of information and ran with it instead of really examining said information um, critically. And so a lot of people kind of went at him after he apologized, but what he stated in the apology let me know that he got some more information, um, which kind of legitimized the apology to me. And, and my thing is, as far as organized religion goes, I don't subscribe to any, but I think that, a lot of times when people think religion and the text and the doctrine that goes along with it, 
they, they take in that information as absolute truth and they identify it as truth when they read it. What I want to, to offer up to people is to understand that everything that's written down is not necessarily truth. Everything that's in a book is not necessarily truth. What we're getting are people, human beings, thoughts and feelings on things. And if the doctrine that you are consuming does not align with your actual beliefs, it's okay to, you know, read a text and, and decide that you, you can't agree with it uh, at all. You don't agree with it in entirety. When you're, um, when you're learning something in particular, like when I started exploring feminist theory, the thing that I went into it with was that I, my feminism is about liberation for all. So when I came across theory and doctrine that uh, predicated itself on talking down about trans women or talking down about men, about not liberating men from patriarchy, I had to sit that down and move on to other texts. You understand what I'm saying? So I think a lot of times when people are on an exploration journey, um, whether it be religion or anything, when you come across things that don't quite align with what you're trying to do in that quest, you have to kind of understand when you need to dismiss it. But I think that he didn't get the additional information until after it was too late in this case, because you got to think that if your liberation is predicated on talking down about or demonizing another group, then you have to question, is it liberation that I'm talking about, liberation of my people, or is it, am I waiting my turn to be an oppressor? And, and it's a fine line with a lot of the doctrine that comes out, especially in religion. But I think that he, he showed, you know, he demonstrated a little bit in his apology that he got some more information and understands where he went wrong. I feel bad that the way that it played out on social media made him question some things about him wanting to actually be here, you know? Um, that's yeah. my take on it. Yeah, as in what? Uh, he's been posting very cryptic, suicidal tweets. Nick, Nick, to me, Nick Cannon is a, is, is a guy. He's around 40 years old now, right? Somewhere around there. He's around 40. And he's been, you know, he's been a, 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 a top celebrity for a while now. I, the way I look at it, it's like, yo, like, you're not you're not a 19 year old that's just getting loose at the mouth like you've been doing this long enough to where these things that you are doing after the backlash you have enough experience to where you you should know to do that before like you've had several major platforms you know what i mean so it's like now and i'm not knocking him because if he's sincere in his apology i get that but i'm just like dude like you got a major stage you know what i mean you talk your shit on your major stage. You talk it with conviction. So it's like, yo, before you put it on that major stage that you want to get out to the public, you need to, you need to, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I think it, I think it begins, they got two words, synonyms. One of them begin with a D, one of them begin with a V. But you need to, I don't know, vet, I don't know if vet is the word, but you need to do that to what you're going to say before you put it out there to the public because you know how it works. You're not new to this shit. You know what I mean? So it's like after the backlash, now you want to do what, you know, you're experienced enough to have done prior to doing. 
That's how I feel about apologies after. It's like, yo, stand on it. If you feel like what you, if you believe what you said, stand on it right now. This is where, this is what, this shit like, moments like this is what make people great. I refer to Muhammad Ali to say that what he said in the 60s, uh, was it the 60s? Might have been the early 70s. What he said, it was the late 60s actually. What he said in the late 60s was not popular at all. Most of the world, well, not most of the world, but most of the powers that be hated him for what he said, but he felt it in his heart so much so that he stood on it. And then years later, those same people that, that looked down on him, they respected him because he stood on it. So I think this is a moment where if he feels that what he said was right, stand on it. Don't apologize because of the backlash. That's going to make people look at you differently. Not that it matters to him or not, but that's just my take on it, man. If you meant it, stand on it. If you didn't mean it, then apologize like you did. But I feel like you've been on that stage long enough to where everything else you said, you standing. You don't mind standing on shit that you said prior to this. But as soon as you upset them Jews, now you want to apologize. Jewish, whatever terminology you use. I'm rolling with both you and Miss Janelle's take. I, I do feel that I don't like it when the apology comes really quickly. Because I feel like as much time as it took you to get the education or the, the knowledge to to bring you to the point where you need to apologize, you should have did that beforehand and, and watch what you said on your platform. So I agree with both of you guys in that aspect. You know, we, I run off at the mouth all the time here and I don't know anything. Same here. So I don't need anybody coming to me, <laughs> telling me what, it, it, if you come to me and tell me you're wrong, I'm gonna be like, you're probably right. Because I haven't taken the, the time to study each and every one of these subjects to stand on my stance on them. I'm telling you how I feel about certain things. So I think that's a huge difference that maybe people need to be a little more sensitive to. And in, in the case of Nick Cannon, um, I, I think what made it, what made the backlash from his people so prevalent is that or so like make him feel like he was under attack is that it happened so fast, man. It was like less than 24 hours and here you go, apologizing. And it made it seem like he was doing that because you lost your job and all of these other things. It's one of the things like I've been, I've been spoken to by people who are new in Christianity and they're very, they're overzealous and they come talking things. Uh, that equates to hate speech about uh, homosexuals, about women, um, and they're and they're standing firm in it because I'm I'm a Christian now and this is the truth for me. I've been accosted by Hebrew Israelites who uh, <laughs> who had me trapped in an Uber and talked their <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? But but I, I feel like he was coming from a place of I got this little bit of information. Um, just like Deshaun Jackson, I think, who, mm -hmm. who quoted that fake Hitler quote and everything. And, and I don't think that people are stopping to think, you know, that they're excited about the information they've gotten. And then it's like, am I aligning with Hitler right now? They're, they're not thinking about that. Does this quote in this context make sense? Might it be fake? I don't think that people are doing the, the critical analysis in that time. And uh, 
I understand what it is, especially when it comes to religious, uh, I guess, affiliation. When you get excited about something, you want to share the information that you've received. Sometimes you don't sort out that you're you're spreading uh, stereotypes, lies, uh, misogyny, um, racism. You you don't understand that piece of it because you're like this has to do with religion, so it's got to be truth. I think he kind of got caught up in that. I can't speak for the man, but I've seen that happen. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've seen it happen in a, on a few occasions with podcasters that I follow and podcasts that I listen where they say something, they're really in, enraged and, and emotional about a topic and, and they take one one theme and roll with it. And then after they do some reflection and education, they realize that that might not have been the correct stance to take. Um, so I have a little, I have sympathy for, for Nick in this instance. Uh, if things couldn't get worse, a lot. Uh, one of his friends, one of his close friends, uh, took his life. Um, I think yesterday, last night, or early this morning. And so he made a, another post uh, last night or early this morning in regards to that, and also um, talking about suicide. So we got to do is stop taking his medication. I just I hope that he. <laughs> I just hope that he finds some peace inside and some peace in whatever form that takes and that he's able to move on with move on move past this and move on with his life let's move on Kanye West reportedly bows out of the 2020 presidential race I've heard conflicting stories about this because I heard he's on the ballot in Oklahoma that was on the 15th yeah like he (laughs) he said that you know he told staffers that were working to get him on the ballot in Florida and South Carolina to stop what they were doing, but then he paid the fees before the deadline in Oklahoma, and now he's planning an event in South Carolina. Um, I'm not. A lot of people point to Kanye's mental health in times like this. Um, my thing is, I don't know. I know that he has expressed um, that he was diagnosed as bipolar. I have dealt with in a professional manner of people who have been diagnosed as bipolar. I've seen people when they are manic um, do things (laughs) and we might be, the, the conflicting stories might be related to that potentially. I've heard a lot of stories that usually involve some some big some big something big planned. Like uh, like I've I've listened to some podcasts for like comedians talking about dealing with bipolar like promoters or people talking about hey man we got this show going on in fucking India someplace and they go fly out to India and it was like nah bro you you believe that man he was tripping <laughs> like, you know he's he's actually in the hospital right now. <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 I think I subscribe to some of the same podcasts that you do. Uh, <laughs> it's a serious, you know, issue mental health. But I would like to also point out that Trump is behind Trump. Trump is supporting this. A lot of your Republican officials are supporting this. They're all for Kanye running. So mm-hmm. I think you should also take that into account. Those of you who don't want to vote for Biden. And I understand why you don't want to vote for Biden. I get it. 
but understand why the Republicans are so happy that this is happening. Wait, Kanye running Republican? No, he's running under his own party called the Birthday Party. Oh, I'm with it. Where do I where do I vote? All right, exactly. moving on. <laughs> Maryland governor says state uncovered five hundred one million dollars in fraudulent coronavirus unemployment scheme. This may be the reason why you were not able to get through on the website to get your unemployment. Because the website apparently is made with old HTML code that is susceptible to fuck the fast low low rent versions of hacks. Anyway, Maryland mm-hmm. is investigating a vast operation using identity theft to commit coronavirus unemployment insurance frauds. So all of the homies that used to, used to get those Instagram texts to meet me at BP off of Richie Road, free gas, you know, ten dollars mm-hmm. to fill up your tank. These are the same hustlers is out here fucking up the unemployment for you. So Maryland is investigating a vast operation using identity theft to commit coronavirus and unemployment insurance fraud on the order of more than half a billion dollars. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan announced on Wednesday, the Maryland operation involved more than 47,000 fraudulent case, fraudulent claims and total over $501 million. The state of Maryland has uncovered a massive sophisticated criminal enterprise involving widespread identity theft and coordinated fraudulent unemployment insurance claims in Maryland. So if you are one of the legit folks who had lost your job during this whole pandemic and you were trying to apply and you weren't able to get it, this is the reason why. Um, I'm not sure if they have a plan yet in place to rectify or to try to fix this whole situation. I think a lot of the checks were already sent. A lot of the money has always already been dispersed. So we got a serious problem on our hands in Maryland as far as uninsurance and things of that nature. For those of us who didn't file uninsurance, I mean, unemployment insurance or unemployment during this time, we pay into it. You Mm -hmm. may not think about it in terms of, oh, it doesn't concern me because I'm not one of those people that file. But every check, they take something out of your check to pay for it, just in case you do have to file at some point in time. So you should be concerned too. They need to find out what happened, put a good plan in place to prevent it from happening again, and then tell us how they're going to make sure that A, this won't happen again, and that money is there if we need it those of us who need, who actually are legitimately filing these claims or filing for unemployment. That's some real shit, y'all. Pay attention to what's going on. And pay attention to what governor, what the governor's doing because that could be some foul shit going on. Yeah. This the will KK- be used as an excuse to, to fuck with people's money later. I yeah, guarantee man. it. Yeah, you're gonna see a wild ass tax or wild ass fee show up somewhere uh, to cover that loss when they're the ones responsible for protecting that. Uh, The KKK uh, is apparently circulating flyers in Virginia neighborhoods and is drawing police investigations. Several police departments in the state are investigating recent distribution of Ku Klux Klan materials in the residential areas. 
Um, police in Virginia are investigating the recent distribution of Ku, Ku Klux Klan flyers found at the ends of residential driveways and mailboxes in several towns across the state. At least three separate police departments in Virginia are investigating after members of their communities reported finding bags that contain bird seed and pamphlets that appear to be recruiting material for the Ku Klux Klan. So if you live in Virginia, they hiring. Basically. Nick, why that motherfucking mask on that John look like the same jumps from uh what's that movie? Django. Cause yeah. they don't change. Like they yeah. even step they fucking costumes up. Yeah, damn, them motherfuckers. I was like, you can't even get perfect circles for the eyes and shit. Like how you how you recruit for the youth? You need a better yeah. uniform. You know, you know what I'm saying? How are you recruiting for the youth? <laughs> Nobody wanna wear that shit. Fuck no. You step up your game. I'm saying if the, if the Maryland Terrapins and the Oregon Ducks can change their uniform. You know, <laughs> institutions okay. that's been around just as long as the KKK. Okay. <laughs> Probably started by some KKK. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Drake was ravaged with insults. I like ravaged with insults. Mm-hmm. About his back tattoos. Uh, quote, they look like a Zoom meeting. And they do. <laughs> <laughs> his tattoos are, are just unorganized. There's just not a lot of organization <laughs> going on. It feels like he didn't have a plan for his back. This shit look yeah. like them, them uh, Little collages they put of like hip hop icons and shit, and they'd yeah. be like, "Nah, golden era." Like, <laughs> I had one of those in my room, C major. I don't know if you remember. I know Miss <laughs> Janelle does. I had one of those Tupac B, <laughs> Modi, like a motherfucking Royal Rumble advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> that shit look wild. It should. It, it does. It looks very unorthodox and very disorganized, and I know. This is like his version of paying homage or respect to the important people in his life. But I mean, half make the heads the same size or something. What's that? Half of the people probably not even responding to him. This old crybaby ass. Well, me and dad. He got a little bitch on his back. He a clown. Drake, you a clown. <laughs> he got a whole bunch of people on his back. Some people are alive. Some people have passed away. Um, and some never knew him at all. Yeah, <laughs> you, dog. That's a wild. That's a wild thing to do in this. He's been doing a lot of thirst trapping with this vacation that he's taking in in Barbados. Yeah, light skin nigga too. That means his tattoos are permanent. Permanent. Ain't he hanging with Rihanna's brothers? <laughs> that seems that's weird though to me. It's a lot it's of a lot of weird shit. It's a lot of desperation. Like if he's still if he's trying to. Yeah, that's desperation. That's all I'm gonna say. So uh, apparently, country time is like, you know what? Fuck the government. Big restaurant train, big restaurant chains, and pro sports teams are taking small business loans. And country time's like, that's not right. So what we're gonna do is give relief checks for <laughs> lemonade stands. Lemonade stands. There's no purchase necessary. So that means you ain't got sell country times whack-ass lemonade. You can just make your own lemonade and get a, a bailout check. If you had to shut down for the summer because of COVID, they're going to send you a check. <laughs> they, nice. They're doing better. They're doing better than the government. Country time yeah. lemonade. 
It's like, nigga, you don't even gotta have lemonade, nigga. Like, just, just get paid, nigga. Just Damn. get a hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> what kind of evidence do I have to provide to tell him I had a lemonade stand? I might just do no. this and see if I can get a hundred dollars. Hey. Let me see if I can get this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm having some technical issues here. Okay. Nothing so wrong it, time to time. Yeah. Go ahead. I said there's nothing wrong with an occasional technical issue. It happens. This article take it from the producer. Yeah. That, <laughs> whatever you whatever article you just had up there sound like a technical issue. <laughs> <laughs> we got three more. We're gonna we power it through. This is a long episode. Fox attacks the Washington Post in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You talk about the lupine, right? Wait, what's the lupine? Hold on. You said it so confidently, my right. nigga. I feel like <laughs> word... backpedal be so crazy. Hey, on, wait. <laughs> Maybe I said it wrong. Because I'm about to say that word isn't in my head for nothing. What's what's a fox? A fox is in some family that be it's not a canine. It's something. I don't know why I said lupine, but those are wolves. What a lupine? Yeah, a lupine is a wolf slash dog slash canine. So you were, you were in the right kind of. You was close. You was close. Made it worse. The more words I added to it, probably fucked it up. (laughs) And if I'm if I'm on the if I'm on the right side, then you was definitely worse. (laughs) Long story short, we are not talking about the company. Right. It can be hard. It can be hard to have easy, reliable access to the news necessary to keep you informed, especially if you don't have a computer, a smartphone, a smartphone, or a subscription to the paper, or a set address to send said news to, or even opposable thumbs because you are a fox. So this fox was like, "Well, fuck it. I want to know what's going on in the world. Why no niggas out in these streets? Why can I roam around in the daytime? I'm a predator. I like to be out at night." But niggas ain't out, so I'm out here at the end of the day. So he grabbed himself a watch the post to be like, what's going on with you humans? I posted this strictly for the picture because the fox the fox looks so damn true. Um <laughs> I, I couldn't not because it's exactly what you said, Grease. I got time. I wanna know what the fuck is up. I grabbed this paper. Hey, what the fuck are you looking at? And and I feel like he strolled off, got a uh Got a frappe. Strawberry cheesecake frappe. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's my fucking paper. Yes. Inside <laughs> front. Oh, uh, shit. Um, save that for last. So, okay. So, about six months ago, we, we discussed Justin Timberlake's infidelities or alleged infidelities with a co star in the movie. Um, News broke this morning that he and his wife, Jessica Beale, welcomed their second child. Oh, and that's I would the like to say, child. No, no, no. I would like to say bravo to Justin. Shooting the last shot, literally mm. and figuratively. Mm. You think that's the rescue child? It's a rescue the, child. When all else fails, you got to catch her while she ovulating. It's I'm going to say this. Child. I feel like he started cheating when she got pregnant. And it was in the juicy stages when she was throwing up and fucking up, when, when it was gruesome. 
I feel like Jessica's playing the long game because she came with a statement real quick saying, I see these allegations swirling. We're a family. We're going to stay tight. More youngins means more money. Exactly. Play this bitch out. <laughs> exactly. That alimony and child support about to look mean. God damn. Don't let that nigga release another album go platinum again. Well, That's I when mean, it's going to hit. You got to worry about that. You heard the last one, right? <laughs> This is the one. Hey, CL, you right on point because this is the one because the last album didn't do as well as the others. Mm. So this album, he he was in the middle of a rollout before COVID. And now Mm -hmm. everything's been, uh, the the pause button has been pressed. Mm. Do this one right. So you're absolutely right on that. Uh, As far as Miss Janelle's take i i like it i like what you're saying and i'm hoping that that's what it was but i feel like this was a desperation move on justin now let me get this one last let me try to save my marriage mm, okay y'all something about us men man see major i gotta let the world know i gotta let the world know the secret the women need to know the secret with men we keep we keep that 100 percent pregnancy nut in the chamber that's real shit. For when we really, really need it. <laughs> Breaking case of emergency. Basically. I'm just saying. And that's he 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 used that. We only get like two of them though in our in our lifetime. We got one per nut. Per testicle. Mm-hmm. Testicle holds one golden gun bullet. <laughs> golden gun bullet? 007 joint. I'm just saying. One shot, it. one kill. Basically, and he did it. This is the time to do it. When she about to leave you and she had enough of your shit, bam. Drop it on her. You realize ain't no other bitch gonna put up with your shit. You been out in these streets and all these hoes ain't shit. You got drop it on. Give her morning sickness, just like that. It's- well, either way, both parties win. Yeah, cause that's what that's what I meant by the rescue. I mean the the exit baby. I was like, that's her exit baby. Yep. That, yes. <laughs> well, that means he got it. That means he got to use the other bullet. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, CEO. This leads into the touchy subject. This is the last story of John News. So um, let's get into it. This was a video that went viral this week of a Virginia trooper uh, acting out in a way that is unbecoming of the Virginia State Troopers Handbook, according to Virginia State Trooper Chief or whoever. I'm just saying, he's saying this. The chief or whoever's in charge of the Virginia State Troopers has said this is unbecoming of the behavior of a, a trooper. Uh, but I'll get into this first par- paragraph. A Virginia State Trooper is under investigation for a traffic stop in 2019 during which he can be heard on a video telling a black driver you're going to get your ass whipped before forcibly or forcefully removing the man from his car. An attorney for the motorist, Derek Thompson, tweeted the video Monday from the encounter that Thompson recorded via cell phone. I'm sure a good majority of us, or those of us who are on social media have seen this video by now. I remember seeing it. Um, The attorney, Joshua Ehrlich, also tweeted a letter that he said he said to Virginia Attorney General Mark Herring on Monday, alleging Thompson was unconstitutionally assaulted 
and his car was illegally searched on I-495 by Trooper Charles Hewitt. Herring did not immediately respond to a request for comment on Tuesday. The state police superintendent, Colonel Gary T. Settle, said he has seen the two-minute video and that Hewitt had been placed on administrative leave pending the outcome of the investigation. So my first question when I was reading this story was, was he placed on leave this year? Because the actual attack happened in 2019. Probably so. I would assume that the backlash prompted the administrative leave. Like everything was going to be mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> if the so people- it's been over a year then mm-hmm. that this officer was still allowed to patrol 495 and potentially assault other or harass other motorists on I-495. That's that's what I would have seen. Okay. The conduct displayed by Trooper Hewitt during the course of the traffic stop is not in agreement with the established standards of conduct required of a Virginia trooper, Colonel Settle said in a statement Wednesday, nor is it characteristic of the service provided daily across the Commonwealth of Virginia by Virginia State Police personnel. That's a lie. I've been, I've been pulled over several times in the state of Virginia. Some my fault, some for speeding. I will readily admit that. Sometimes for no fault at all. They just didn't like where I was and who I was, where I was at the time. There are certain areas of Virginia, much like Maryland, I will not leave out Maryland in this, where if you are of a certain hue, they don't expect you to be in that part of town. And so you will get pulled over. And I feel like that statement by Colonel Gary T. Settle was incorrect because I have experienced that. And that was multiple times over the course of my adulthood. So as of today, I believe this whole traffic stop is under investigation. Like we said before, the officer in question has been placed on administrative leave. That means he's not able to work, but he still gets a check. Um, Any comments, anything that you guys want to add to this? Um, I guess uh, I don't know. I guess now would be a good time to just branch into the touchy subject. I guess let's do it, CEO. Um, I uh, I want to uh, I want to speak on accountability. Not not apologizing for police behavior, but being accountable for our part in situations like that. And I know that sounds a little coon and house nigga-ish on the surface. But I feel like once you start to buck back or once you start to resist, you got to understand that you're saying, look, I'm not a victim at this point. At this point, once I, once I decide not to comply, I'm rebelling all the way. I have a problem with the half, the, that, that, that half-stepping. It's like you want to you wanna play law-abiding and you want to buck back at the same time, but it doesn't work like that. Well, like, before you get into your statement too much, let me read that mm-hmm. part because I, sure, I wasn't sure where you were going with your touchy subject, yeah. but let me read the part where the driver did not comply. 
So state police said Thompson refused to comply with troopers' repeated requests to exit his vehicle. And after approximately 10 minutes, Hewitt informed him that he was under arrest. Thompson still refused to exit his vehicle, according to state police. Thompson was then forcibly removed from the vehicle and taken into custody. Okay, now go ahead. Um, I'm I'm just pretty much saying that, like, in the video... In the video, he got his phone out. He's telling people, I did nothing, you know, pretty much taking a passive, not a passive, but a passive, the word, what's the opposite of aggressive? It's passive. Taking a passive stance and pulling out his phone and recording himself saying, I did nothing. But it's like, dude, if you're going to buck back at the system, if you're going, then buck back. Buck back. Don't I, I don't know. I just got a problem with this halfway shit, man, because the halfway shit to me is probably the most detrimental to whatever the movement may be. Because if you're going to be if you're going to say, all right, we're going to burn this motherfucker down then burn the motherfucker down. Don't say so, we're going to burn this motherfucker down, but we're going to kind of talk and then we're going to see if we can do this. But we're going to kind of do dude. Nah, if you in that situation, once if I'm ever in a situation like that and I decide that I'm not going to listen to the police order. That's what. Y'all, whatever happened after that, I'm. That's whatever happened after that is what's going to happen. I'm not going to. I'm not going to let you whoop my ass. Nah, I'm not doing that. I don't know. That's that's just my stance on that. Accountability to me is once I refuse to comply with the with the troopers' orders. If you smell weed in my car, if I know if my license bad or whatever, and I decide that I don't feel like that's enough for you to pull me out my car, regardless of what the book says. If I don't feel like that's enough for you to pull me out that car, I'm going to stand on the fact that guess what? I didn't. I, no, nah, I didn't feel like he should have put his hands on me. So whatever happens after that, that's on me. That's how I look at it. So you're saying that the the, the cop should not be dealt with for his actions because the dude decided that he wasn't going to get out of the car. I'm, like, tr- I'm trying to understand. I feel like the, if, I feel like I feel like if this was if <laughs> I could have put it. I don't want. I don't want no. I feel like the cop should have been dealt with a different way. Other than you pulling your phone out and saying, watch him whip my ass. So a little more insight, because I feel like a little more context may be needed. The gentleman's license was suspended. The tags or the registration, like Virginia has this thing where you need to get inspected every year. Mm. The inspection sticker on the car was expired, which is what the cops say is the reason why he was pulled over. Okay, so knowing those things, I pulled you over for an expired inspection uh, sticker. Then once I run, once I grab your, once I have your license and I run it, I find out your license is suspended. So I ask you to step out of the vehicle. Because by law in Virginia and in most states, you're not allowed to drive a vehicle if your license is suspended. I think that's a fair request. And I think what CO was saying is at that point, you have to make a decision. And CO might be saying that, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, this gentleman made a decision to not comply with this officer's instructions, even though, according to the officers, the license is suspended and the inspection sticker is expired. And if I'm hearing you correctly, are you saying that Dude, should if you want to buck the system, you need to fight this nigga. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying choo- choose what side you're gonna be on because 
at the time when you got in the car knowing your license was bad right i've done it I, listen i've driven without insurance before i've rode dirty before and i knew okay if i get pulled over i'm i know i know what i did wrong you get what i mean so at that point if you know your license is bad and the police pull you over right and you decide to not comply you cannot still try to be like you cannot still try to become the law-abiding citizen on camera and say, I did nothing wrong, look, and blah, blah, blah. Which, you, you, you got in the car with a bad license and bad inspect. That's why I say pick one. Pick one. Either mm. you're going to fuck or you're going to abide. Which, because when you try to do both, it's like it becomes trivial to me. Videos like this where I see motherfuckers play halfway. Kind of like, I don't want to mix uh, intertwined stories or whatever. But kind of like the one where you 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 bucking at somebody, and then when they when they when they go for the reach, now you want to say call the police. Now you want to be the victim. It's like which one? What 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 side you gonna be on? I hear that's, what you're that's saying. That's what throws me off. If I, I hear knew what I did saying. something wrong, I'm gonna be like, you know what? Guess what? I know I was riding dirty. I know what I got in the trunk. I know what my license said. I know I ain't I ain't renewed my sticker. I did all that shit before. I, 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 if I know that and you pull me over, guess what? You got me. You caught me. If I decide to buck back knowing that you caught me, guess what? I'm, I, can't play, I can't play the book and then start saying, well, my rights say that I can do this. It's like, dude, like, what? your rights also say you wasn't supposed to do that. But CO, I, I would like to intelligently disagree with you because you can. That's the way the laws are written. It may not be aligned with your morals. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a set of morals and a set of ethics that you believe in. But as far as the law is concerned, he has every right to do this. And during the time that we're in right now, which is that like everything's a hotbed, everything is very touchy, everything is super sensitive. He has every right to bring this to the forefront. I didn't like the manner in which he got pulled out of the car watching the video. I thought that could have been done a little bit better. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, I don't like the way the officer was talking to him. Most definitely. But we, I, I expect that from For one, I expect that from them. I expect that from them. I don't expect them to treat. I don't. I don't expect them to treat us like they're supposed to treat us. I wasn't surprised at all that the officer. They, that I wasn't surprised that his ego made him feel like he can do that to somebody. I'm I, I'm fucked up about like dude like why you being pat like yo don't don't just hold the phone watch he I ain't saying he said this but don't just put it on camera watch he whoop my ass like come on dude like that I I don't know that's scary to me that's scary to me it is because I'm like dude like you, so you mean to tell me you just gonna take a L on camera I don't know that's why I say I ain't I don't know this this ain't about supporting the, the I think the police was a bammer for what he did. Yeah. He, tried to flex. he tried to flex real hard. You about to whoop, you about to get your ass whooped. He flexed yeah. real hard. Yeah. Off the rip. He flexed real hard. He could have, he could have. Right then, something could have happened to him right there. Then he had backup and shit. But he flexed real hard for doing that. Nobody else, the other police ain't say nothing to him about it. He was wrong for that shit. I, I don't be understanding the idea of like playing both sides of the fence. Though. That's what throws me up. Playing both sides of the fence. That's like if you catch me and I got some weed on me. And then, you know what I'm saying? You go to put me in cuffs. Now I want to quote the law. It's like, dude, like, I know I had a pound on me. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I broke the law. Then I want to I quote the law. I don't know. To me, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, 
That's the part that So you think that if a person is actually accosted by the police and they have done what they're being accused of, that they no longer have rights? I think I think according to this article and according to the video, main man didn't want to get out the car. Instead, he wanted to record the interaction with the police. He didn't want to get out the car. Uh, and if and if what they say is correct, if his license was bad, the, the sticker was bad, they smell weed in the car. He didn't. No, want- but I'm 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 sorry. I'm asking based on you. You know, you look like I'm walking around. I got a pound of weed on me. I'm breaking the law now. I want to quote the law. So I'm asking you: Do you believe that if you decide to break the law, then the law no longer applies to the person to the officer who is accosting you? Like that, that means he has free reign because you broke the law to do whatever. You can't be cognizant of what the laws are that protect you, even holding a pound of weed. I'm, I'm, I guess, I, well, not, 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 not so much, not, not saying that directly. I'm more so saying that if I violate the law, right, and, I, and, and at this point I'm supposed to be restrained in cuffs, and I and I choose not to be like it's on. I don't know. It's like yo, like just look. You know, if you did something wrong or whatever, and you gonna be that, and you and you one of the types to go by the book and say the book says that blah blah blah. If the book say that you was wrong for doing this, then then, then, then stick with the book all the way. Not at all. I'm not a book. I don't fuck with the book. I'm not a law per. I, I don't even know if I want to say all that. Shit. My, uh, I, I I think I I, I kind of get where you coming with, but I want to kind of alter it now. If you coming with that en- with that energy of you want to stick with the book all the way, I'll stick with the book all the way as long as that police officer is sticking with the book all the way, and he's doing what he's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? I'll allow that now. Now we can have a proper arrest. I can go handle my trial and everything, and we could do it like that. Now, if I got a pound of weed in my car and I'm I'm aware I've been arrested for weed before, so I'm pretty I'm, I know how this shit going to go. And next thing you know, I'm getting my ass beat for no reason. And I decided to pull out my phone and be like, this is against my rights as you know, I, I support my man with that. You know what I'm saying? So like that. So that, that's what I'm kind of like throwing off with it, because like. Even as a criminal, even if I just murder somebody, I got a right to trial. I got a right to not be executed before. You know, I stand trial, and I so that's like- why I, I, I fuck with somebody who, even though he got in his car, knew that he's breaking the law. Once he's his rights have been fucked with, if he wants to decide to record it for, you know, a future trial or something, then you know he he has the right to do that. I, I don't like- think I don't think he was that revolutionary soldier that you that you know that mind. He don't have that mindset that you you, you talking about. He didn't come in. He didn't pull out the camera to try to, or he didn't get in the car and wanting to fuck up a cop today. He got in the car hoping to get from point A to B, got him, you know, locked up, and now he's trying to preserve his life or his rights. I, that's why I say, I, I, I feel you. I mean, it's just one of them things where, like, if, if, he, if, if he was the type that was trying to preserve his life and his rights in accordance to the law, if that's the way, if that's the way he chose to go about it, then, hey, more that's- power to him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to if I preserve my life with with I preserve my life with physicality. You're not if I don't want you to do bodily harm to me, you got to kill me. You got to kill me in the process. I'm I'm that. So so the law book out the way, because I know that's not going to protect me. I'm not going to win on paper with a cop. If, if you caught me, if you caught me slipping. 
If you caught me slipping, I know, I know that that law says you can do things to me that I couldn't do. I couldn't do to somebody. If I caught you slipping, I didn't see police park in a bus stop before. I can't get out and get him. I know that I can't do to you. According to the book, I can't do to you. You can do more to me than I can do to you. You got more power to me according to that book. So if I'm going to adhere to that book, then I'm going to adhere to it all the way. If I'm not going to adhere to the book and say, nah, dog, I, you're not going to violate me. I'm not pulling out a phone to show people you violating me. You're going to have to read about it. And, and again, this is no cap. This is no cap. You're going to have to read about it in a newspaper. I'm not, you ain't going to see it on Facebook Live or Instagram Live, me getting snatched out of my car when I'm bucking back, essentially. It's, it's one of those things where we don't know the full story. Anytime we see video of any incident, I have unfortunately started to wonder what happened right before the record button was pressed and what happened after when we can't see anything. Because that gives us the full picture. So in the, inst in the instance, let's just say, the like this is just a hypothetical, that this officer came at him from the very first interaction talking that wild shit. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you start to fear your life. Mm -hmm. But you don't know exactly how serious it is right then and there. Mm -hmm. you, we miss that. We miss the initial interaction that, 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 that triggered homie, to, that triggered my, uh, I can't remember his name, Thompson, mm -hmm. to start recording to start not complying. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a there's a piece of this that we're missing. Yeah, yeah. That would fill in all the blanks. Like if the gentleman's if the officer was wearing a, a, a camera and we saw the beginning of the whole traffic stop, then maybe it would fill in the blanks as to to why Thompson felt the need to not com get not comply, not get out of the car and all of those things. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Or then again it could be very well what you said, CEO, that you know, I know I'm wrong, but I don't, you know, I, I, I'm just, he might be playing both sides of the coin. We have no idea. And I mean, it just, it just throws me off because like, I seen this article posted in the, in the group on Facebook and I'm just like, yo, like some of the, some of the responses, I'm like, yo, y'all some of the same people that was saying y'all going to teach y'all sons how to comply. Y'all going to teach y'all sons how to, how to, yes, ma not yes, master and no math, but y'all going to teach y'all sons how to make it home. Y'all some of the same people that were saying that. So in, a, in an example where a dude didn't just do the make it home approach, you know, I'm, it's like, which one is it? Like, it's almost like you changed your mind. Like, like, I don't know. It just throws me off when I'm trying to figure out what, what, what are we doing? What, 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 what direction are we going in? Are we trying to make it home? Or are we trying to say, nah, yo, I got rights. I'm going to defend my rights. Because if you do that, you got to understand, if you do that, if you do that with police, you possibly, you, 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 probably, you probably got to defend your rights on your own, on, on, on site. When I say that, I mean like on the spot. It's possible that it's going to come to that if you don't just comply. Because that make it home approach is, compl is, is, is complying. That's the make it home approach. They say, look, I done seen people go over it. Look, if they say get out the car, just get out the car. Don't argue with them people. If they ask for your license, give them your license. If you blah, 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 just make it home. I seen a lot of that. I seen a lot of that. So now, 
it's like, okay, so now it's like, don't just make it home. Tell him, no, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to, while he's still doing it, you're, you're recording. I don't know. It just, I don't know. I'm just confused. I just don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just confused. It's but definitely not a black or white. argument. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not a black or white scenario. And unfortunately, a lot of traffic stops aren't. Mm. You know, it yeah. could be some, it, there, I've been involved with a bunch of gray area traffic stops where, like I said, legitimately, there was a legitimate reason to be pulled over. However, the officer's approach mm. and attitude was such that, hey, yeah, you need to watch how the fuck you talking to me. Real you shit. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you get that. You get that feeling. You can, you can tell the vibe immediately once the cop approaches the window, what type of interaction this is going to be. And I didn't know a lot of this when I was younger, when this was happening more frequently. Like right now, I'm not... You know, I'm not speeding and I'm not putting myself in, in scenarios where, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But when I was younger, I didn't have an awareness to figure, you know, and all of this wasn't uh, in the forefront. So I didn't know my only interactions with cops was negative mm. because they always came to the, to the window aggressive. And I, it wasn't until I was a little bit older that I started to see different approaches to a traffic stop mm. that showed me that this could be handled in a different way. Those dudes and those officers in the past were just assholes. Mm. And so when you, and that's why I said we're missing a, a component here because this dude, according to this, if I had to guess, he was an asshole at the beginning. At the jump. Hey. At the jump, like like, like which most triggered, um, yeah, which that, which triggered him, uh-huh. which yeah, which triggered Thompson to let me let me start recording this nigga because I don't want to get out of the car because I don't like his attitude and I don't know what kind of day he's having and this shit I feel threatened. So we don't like I said I feel what you're saying, and I'm sure there are many instances where somebody wants to play both sides. And be you know by the book versus okay I broke some laws but I ain't gonna play this game with you. But that officer looked like he came to the car on some bullshit, yeah. and that's only my assumption because we don't have any proof to say otherwise. I mean that shit that shit that shit just was wild because like what was what was fucking me up was like the idea that like I and I could be way off but like. I was hoping I'm I'm watching the zone like I hope main man don't feel like the camera is what's gonna save him. No, I agree with this you there. I wanna whoop your ass. I agree with you there. They got history of doing that. They're gonna do it. So yeah. it's like I'm watching the zone like yo, like at some I don't know, at some point, man, like I don't know. I don't and know. the cop said I'll whip your ass. Pretty oh, much. He yeah. said I'm gonna give your your viewers a show. Now yeah. now you gotta if I feel like my life is in danger. I don't need the world to see it. If I feel like my life in danger, I know that at this point, ain't nobody going to protect me but me. Y'all can watch me get my ass whooped or y'all can hear about whatever happened in the paper. But like, nah, you're not whooping my ass and I'm just going to record. I'm not, I don't know. That's what throws me off. If I fuck up and I'll be like, hey, I fucked up. Cool. You know what? You got it, champ. You got it. And if you, and I don't know if I'm, if you one of them go by the book people, you do like people say, they say file, do all to get their badge number, all that. Sh- I know y'all was seeing people say that compliance shit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? get their badge mm-hmm. number, make sure you get the, the, the unit number, make sure you get blah, blah, blah. Make sure you get all this. If you're going to be that person, do it that way. But once you decide to go outside of that, 
it's like now you went now 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 you one of the rebels now now you got to get yourself out of this situation that's just how i look at it i'm not i'm not a i'm not a supporter i'm not a supporter of pigs or none of that shit i'm just one of them people i'm like yo pick one pick one and go with it if you're going to comply comply if you're not going to comply don't comply if you want to do the make it home approach do the make it home approach if you go outside of that guess what you got to get yourself out of this one that's just how i look at it i ain't saying main man was right or wrong this like you said there's a lot of gray area a lot of stuff we don't know i'm just saying i'm tired of i'm tired of us allowing police to whoop our ass and all we do is cry about it say oh man uh, he wasn't supposed to whoop my i don't know that shit just throw me off man that shit just throw me off i definitely understand the frustration yeah, I, I get the frustration 100%. I do think the videos and shit, like for main man to choose to record, I don't think he was trying to, and to choose to not get out of his car because if he 100% felt he was within his right, maybe in his mind he felt like he's still complying. He's maybe felt like he's not, not complying. He's complying, you know what I'm saying? So that's, I don't think he was trying to tiptoe on that line of being a rebel because it, like you said, it, it, the thing is, you you either you either are or you ain't. Like me, I'm not. But I feel like if I was in main man situation, and I felt like, especially because it's within my right to, if I feel like I got a officer threatening my life, can I wait for your supervisor to get here? Can we do that? I don't feel comfortable getting out the car till such and such show up. And then if I feel like my life is threatened, if I start recording, this is not only for the world to see. This is kind of like me building my case for the people who, you know, who just want to make it home or just want to go by the book. Like, this is evidence now at this point because I got his badge number, I got his unit number, and now we got this video. Hopefully something could come about it the way maybe this motherfucker get fired. I get some type of retribution or something. But like you said, it's a thin line to walk. And like I said, it's either you, you is or you ain't as far as that rebel take it all the way there. But, I, and I feel the frustration 100%. And I, I, I kind of walked the line myself on comply, on supporting the comply niggas, or supporting the rebel niggas. Cause I'm in 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 real in reality, I'm a comply nigga. Cause I'm not built. To, I, I'm I, I I preserve my life. I love my life too much to put it out there. So I'm gonna do what I gotta do to survive. But I'm trying to understand how you love your life so much and drink Miller High Life. Well, look, we're going to get beyond that. Look, <laughs> I love my life that I choose to be the one who brings an end to it. God damn it. <laughs> awesome real shit. And I ain't going to get too long-winded on this one. I feel you on that because it's definitely a case-by-case thing. There's some moments There's some moments where, I, where I'm, a, I'm a comply nigga. I've never had to not be a comply nigga, but I, never had, I ain't have many uh, encounters where right, I had right. the one time the one time where I had to choose in my own apartment, I was a complied nigga. Now, if now, now the, ne- the following day, if I would have crossed paths with him, I would have been the opposite of a complied nigga. So it's a, it's mm-hmm. a, it, it, it you know, it, it's a, it's a case by case thing. So mm-hmm. I understand, it. I, I understand, you know, it, it, it ain't no one way to be, you know what yeah. I mean? I just get frustrated when it's like, yo, like once I choose to be a complied nigga at that, in that instance, in that instance, once I choose to be a complied nigga, I got I got I let, I let the nigga put me in the cuffs in my apartment. I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm comply this time. I can't, I comply. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, I was, if it wasn't a, a compliance kind of day, it would have been different. So that's why I say, yeah. man, you just throw me off. 
Which one we gonna do, man? Yeah, my, th- my my thing. I as fucked up as it sounds, if I had to choose the lesser of two evils, I choose the one with the black man stay alive. Yeah. Thank you for the touchy subject, CL. Appreciate it. Um, AJ, I ain't mean for it to get that touchy. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, I mean, it was. You brought up a lot <laughs> of. Nothing you can do about it. There's a lot of questions and a lot of side roads and, and forks in the road. And, and when you talk about compliance versus being a, a rebel um, or being anti, it's a lot for somebody to decide in that moment. And because you are out armed, outnumbered, outgunned in that particular instance. And so self-preservation, I think, often takes hold of you. That that takes the will. When people are asking for Jesus to take the will, I think self-preservation takes the will a lot of times. Uh, so that that was an interesting touchy subject. I appreciate you bringing that to the table. Um, let's go ahead. And this is a long episode. Uh, oh, you're welcome, audience. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. And you can thank C Major when his computer crashes four times trying to get all of this shit compressed. <laughs> Hell yeah. God and in a format. Who does it fly? <laughs> yeah. When the, when the episode isn't available till Thursday <laughs> because his computer's still uploading the file. Wait, no, I'm, I, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bear some of that brunt right there. Okay. Well, y'all, y'all figure it out. Between the clearances, y'all can figure it out. And it'll be Miss Janelle and I are going to, Miss Janelle and I are going to be, going to be texting y'all like, where's the episode? Like, we don't have yeah. shit to do. Wait, <laughs> no, no. I'm saying, Major got this one, but that Thursday. Yeah. Week, <laughs> I was over here looking, I was looking at my phone. Every time that joke go off, I'm like, see yo. I got body shots for that Thursday. I understand. C Major needs a needs a little more RAM, a little more something going on on that computer. Either way, you can always find us on Twitter and Instagram at Reels and Feels. I felt like I was a little more active last week, so you can find me on Twitter at T Greasy. Uh, and I don't know, my Instagram is pretty dry. Just just <laughs> stick to Twitter with me for now. Maybe it's those. You can find me on Twitter at C Major P U A C E E. That's C E E Major P U A C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E Major. Fuck that UK nigga. Vibrant still everywhere. Stream that music video. Forgot to get it on YouTube. Action on SoundCloud. Uh, you know what it is. Shout out Shed Life BHL. That's the fam. Instagram and Twitter. That dude in the corner. More content coming soon. Real quick before we roll into the uh, to the song, um, if you listen to today's touchy subject and you're thinking about where you stand as far as police interaction and, and things of that nature, if you're leaning toward the side of abolition, um, you might want to check out um, a book called um, Carceral Capitalism um, by Jackie Wang. Uh, get a little bit of information about that. Uh, what, what, Grease? Uh, that sounds like it's anti-capitalism, and we will not. <laughs> <laughs> Capital Grease won't fuck with you, but <laughs> if you're interested in that, and also, uh, I mentioned uh, in the discussion about Nick Cannon, um, you know, getting into doctrine as far as feminism is concerned, and I know that some people understand that I identify as that 
if you want to get your doctrine together as far as feminist go, feminism goes, um, you might want to get into a book called Black Feminist Thought by Patricia Hill Collins. And what she'll do is give you an, in, an introduction to uh, the thinking of Audre Lorde, Bell Hooks, Angela Davis, so that you can start to sort out where you want to go with it. I just, I don't want to keep talking about shit and not give y'all, if you're a reader like myself, not give y'all some of the tools that I've That's used really to arrive at the area that I've arrived at. Now, now I need to find some books on capitalism or pro-capitalism <laughs> and bring those to the podcast. Find some Donald Trump tweets. <laughs> you just go pull up the Constitution. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just look up uh, Rothschild's uh, biography and history. <laughs> you know how I stand and where I stand. with. And the video uh, footage of this episode can never... Ever be <laughs> no, never, never, never. Never. <laughs> now nah, you gotta make now, sure you. Uh, Why? What happened? He don't want his face out there. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he can't. He, he talking. I, can, I, I can never. No, he don't want. He don't want people to associate the the, the face to the name to the books. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My case would be fucking ruined. I stand on my Michael J. Fox family. What is that show? <laughs> what is it? Family, family ties? ties. Yeah, I stand. I stand with with that take. Okay. Sweater and all. My ancestors struggled, so I wouldn't have to, Miss Janelle. I don't know why this is so hard. For everybody to understand. You know I, I just don't want anybody to struggle. Oh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I understand that you stopped struggling and now we're done. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. <laughs> My family is good. <laughs> I, I, I kind of low-key don't want people to get all the way woke yet because I still need to find a bitch that's selling her food. See sandwich. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I still, still room. Dependent on shit. There's still room on this train, CL. Come All right, on. never mind. Never mind those books, guys. Sorry. Uh, nah. <laughs> see, now they just gonna read headline articles and get mad at niggas for spreading their legs too far on the train or some shit. Read Corinne <laughs> book. Wait, what? Go read Corinne Stephens' book. Listen to City Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Reads Think Like a Man by Steve Harvey. <laughs> that is trash. See, Jesus. See, Major, do you have something for us? Please tell me you have something for us. Yes, indeed. I got the homie um, RST Sly. This track is called Dirty 30. Yeah, we stand on the seat and unload on the off. Run the floor with these niggas and 
big top of the mob. I don't give a fuck that your brother got murdered. You can be the next nigga get put on the shirt. Me and Tay was them niggas before we drop work. We slide any time, I don't need me a perk. Put a thought on your block and you didn't even know. She sucking and fucking because she a hoe. She stopping you while she might whip out the pole. That's when I come in and kick in the door. Hey, I ain't came with a scope. One wrong move and I'm letting it go. And you don't believe me, then go ask your bro. And what you can't is that nigga got smoke. What you gonna do when I pull up with 30 shooters? They got 30 rugas. We pull up at the it's real aggressive. Hey, you guys be safe, man. Yeah, like he just caught a domestic. Yeah, I just, I just saw, I just saw a tweet. Um, Northwest is on fire right now. Not on literal fire, but a lot of, a lot of folks have just been shot in DC. Um, y'all stay safe, man. It's hot out here. Niggas is mad. People don't have jobs. Tensions is high. Uh, do what you can to keep you and yours safe. And and try to you know try to integrate some type of meditation, some type of something in your life to keep your self balanced. The shit is we we're getting into dangerous territory right now. So so please please take care of yourselves. Real shit. Defend yourself at all times. Rule number one. Let me stop. No, that's real. That's real. I was talking about mental and emotional defense, but you you right. You right. Hey man, uh, record if you got to. So I can all of us. That true. That's true. From the nigga Look, who y'all records. Y'all making jokes. I'm real. I'm rolling. I'm rolling with it all. Y'all have a good. Y'all have a good one, folks. I I drank two beers and my bladder is old, so I'm about to go. There it is. I'm about to. I'll let y'all. Peace and blessings. Y'all have a good one.